Um, so we're sitting here after the one nothing loss to Chattanooga Red Wolves, sucky playoff loss. Um, it's me, Yogi, Matt, my man's. It sucks. You want, you want to say his name? Oh, my fault. I told you. Yeah, it's all good. Couch, couch coach for the Couch Coach Lab podcast. Hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's how sucky it was. That's how sucky it was. Yeah. Um, we just heard from the players. We just heard from the front office staff. You guys are going to hear it after we finish this. But what were your overall thoughts about this performance? It just had a cookie crumbles, man. It's one of those where, you know, obviously, you know, the regular season title and you just – being here two weeks ago and just having that euphoric feeling and, you know, was hoping that this was going to, you know, this is going to be another moment tonight and potentially um, next Sunday. But it just had a cookie crumbles, you know, in sports, it's, it's almost like a cause of my life. Some things are just unfair. And, I mean, hell of a season for this team, but they just fell short, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, th- there's been a running joke all year in League One that, uh, you know, Best strategy is get a red card, right? <laughs> it go down to like ten it. men, and you know, it played out again yeah. you know, you know, today. I mean, you, you got to give a little bit of credit to Chattanooga. They had one chance all game, and you know they finished. And you know, Mensigan's a good player, but uh, I mean, you got to think about yeah, we might might have got you know, screwed a little bit by the ref in the tenth minute. That probably should have been a penalty, yeah. you know, but. There's no excuse not to score a goal in the next 80 minutes, especially up a man for an hour. Yeah, most definitely. Definitely feels that way. Kind of feels like one. It was like a mixture of like wasted chances, but then like weird calls, and it's just all. It's always effing Chattanooga. All right, but I mean, we'll definitely have a bigger podcast diving into this. We also have a season wrap up, but that's just overall thoughts. Um, so stick around. You'll hear. The coaches and players talk about the game thoughts themselves. <clears throat> Standing right here besides Mr. Jonathan Lanyos, the guy that electrified City Stadium. A little bit sad, but yeah. what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, overall, if we're talking about the game, it's unfortunate. I think we dominated the whole time, up one, up a man the whole time, and just one of those part of soccer. You know, we can't find the back of the net. We had our chances to score, and we give them one look, which I think was their only shot on goal, and they convert. So... Um, definitely a big learning moment for all of us, but just really want to say thank you to all the fans, um, all of Richmond for coming out. It's The energy was unmatched tonight, so it's real, real big thanks to them. In the overall, I mean, of course there was moments of frustration going on and everything. Yep. We, obviously, you talked on end about the penalty that should have been called in the ninth yep. minute, but as your guys were trying to develop their late in the game and then the goal happened, what was your immediate thoughts? when everything played out. Yeah, you're saying right when the goal happened, right when they scored? Yeah. I should really, we knew that there was five minutes left on the clock, so let's just bomb forward and try to get the try to get one to, to tie it up. I think, uh, again, we had those looks in the end, but it's just the game of soccer. It's brutal sometimes and uh, just couldn't find the back of the net. And one has to believe that you'll be moving on to bigger and better things. So yep. as you leave here three years, yep. what are your lasting impressions? Uh, I mean, it's hard to put in words what this club has has given me. I think I came here as a boy, like like the like the like the saying goes, came here as a boy and left as a man. I think so. So you know, in 2020, which was that COVID year, it was difficult to uh, to start off my rookie year on the right foot. But again, these these following two years have been truly amazing and and a big blessing, and it's been uh, able to propel me to go to the next level. And as you leave the locker room for the final time for this year, what yeah. were some of the last things that, you know, players were saying or doing? Really, really just how special this group is. I mean, it was our first playoff match since 2014, our first regular season title and I don't know how long. So 
we really were just really talking about all the fans in the Red Army and how what we've created here is truly, truly special. And the record-breaking crowds, the energy that we had tonight, it was truly unmatched and something I'll never forget. All right. Thank yeah. you so much, yeah. Donnie. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, guys. To start off, Darren, uh, obviously not, not the result anybody wanted. Uh, can you talk about the team's performance? And again, first playoff match at City Stadium since 2014. Uh, over 5,500 people in the stadium. Just thoughts on tonight. First, thank you to everybody in Richmond for coming out. Uh, we're, uh, we're grateful. Been building something, uh, rebuilding something over the last few years, and to have crowds come out the last few games like they have, we're really, really happy. Uh, nobody likes the feeling that we have right now. Um, you know, we created chances that we could have won the game, we just weren't quite lethal in the final third, uh, and then we gave up a counter-attacking goal. And you know, credit to, to Chattanooga and Mens again, it's a heck of a goal, uh, and we absolutely wish them the most uh, luck in the final. Um, Darren, I want to ask you a question. Substitution-wise, you only brought in one sub of uh, Gordon. Um, what was your thoughts on that and the lack of subs tonight? Yeah, we uh, were creating chances. We were getting behind. Uh, we were in, you know, Emiliano Terzaghi was the golden boot winner, so you don't take him off. You got Jonathan Bolaños, who had a heck of a year. You don't take him off. You know, Petley and Owain both... Uh, uh, had done well for us. They both got minutes, no venials. You know, we kept the guys in the game that had uh, won the games for us throughout the year. And you know, you, you could look at it and say, "Gosh, should I brought on the guys?" Maybe, but we trust the guys that had done it all year, and we gave them the opportunity to win. Um, n another question I want to ask you: Can you just take us through your own, like, how did the goal happen? How did it play out? We uh, we were attacking them. Uh, and I believe Bologna's had to look at it, gave the ball away, and so they had a counterattack going the other way, and Menskin got down into the corner. You know, one of the things we talked about, don't let him inside, don't let him inside. He got a little bit inside on, on Simon. Uh, he was outside the 18. Simon positioned him pretty well, uh, but our recovery out of the rest of the midfield and stuff was a little bit slow. Uh, I think Akira saw it late because when he cut it back, Simon was in his vision. So when he hit it, I don't think Akira was set, and it was a heck of a shot. You talked about not being lethal in the third. I know uh, when they got that red card uh, late in the first half, you know, man up, and these guys were pressing, pressing, pressing. You know, what is there anything in particular that you saw that was kind of keeping keeping the shots away? Is it just good clamped up defense that they had? A uh, great lesson for young guys, and a very harsh lesson. You know, we go up a man, they park the bus. And for the most part, you know, they pressed us a couple of times, but for the most part, they were behind the ball. You got to move the ball quickly. You got to move the defense out one side, come back and attack. We just weren't efficient enough in doing that. We had the guys, Johnny Bolaños, Owen Gordon, they can get behind. You know, Ethan Bryan had a great look at the end. Uh, it just was that day for us. So frustrating, totally frustrating. But you know what? Soccer can be cruel that way sometimes. In a seat, in a season like this, obviously, um, I know this is a disappointing end to your season. Uh, what was the message to the players um, after this loss? Um, that it took a long time to create the culture that exists here now, and to not take that for granted. You win games and you lose games. It happens, right? It's part of sport, but. This was a special group. There's a really awesome group of character guys in there. And to take that, some of these guys will move on. That's just the nature of sport. Uh, but to take this special time period, the regular season championship, all these things, and embrace it and own it and be proud of the season. You know, losing a 1-0 game to Chattanooga in the national semifinal, a lot of people wish they could be here. Coach.
between today, last time against Chattanooga, Northern Colorado, team continues to give up goals that with only against 10 men. Why does this keep happening? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's less about that. I mean, Rafa Mansigan got cut inside. I think it might have been their only shot on goal. I got to look at it. I don't think that it, it, you know, we also did the same to other teams. You know, we, we weren't down a guy, but we scored goals late in the game. Uh, I, I just think we didn't finish the chances that we got, and they got a break. But it continues to happen last year against Greenville. Why does the team struggle so much against 10 men? I don't know. It's a great question. Uh, I'll have to look at it. We'll look at the data. I don't know. I think that's more of a coincidence than it is. Yeah, that's four or five times just beyond a coincidence. That's a trend. All right, fair enough. Something we'll work on, Mr. Matt. Uh, ninth or ninth, tenth minute. What, was that a penalty? I'll have to look at the video, but it's, you know, Avalis spits the ball, Emmy takes a touch. I think he hits him, you know, and I think the game changes with that. But, you know, I'll have to look at the video. I, it, the tricky part was there was a couple of offsides called right away after that that I don't think were. Like on that, Jalen. When he hits the ball, we, we work on that set play over and over and over. And the fourth visual told me 15 was offsides when we scored. I, I'm going to have to look at that, too. It's just really unfortunate that uh, it's just the referee's got to get involved and they don't need to be. Uh, we saw Ethan Brown with the ball a lot, but he did a lot of positive things, but also some negative things being wasteful on the ball. Um, there were some opportunities where he could have played the ball quicker. Um, can you just talk where there's moments of frustration from you on those plays from Ethan Bryan where he could have played the ball a little bit quicker or get the ball I'm super bullish on both Ethan Bryan and Neil Vignals. They're my guys. They're very good. Over the course of 12 months, they absolutely did excellent. So I'm I'm not upset with them. They created the chances to win the game. I mean, Ethan had that shot at the end and you know, was unlucky for it not to get in there. Um, I, you know, not frustrated at all. I'm really proud of the season these guys have. When you look back at the whole season as a whole, you know, what do you reflect on? What do you look back at? And you know, how do you evaluate you know, the entire you know, the last 10 months? It'll take me two weeks to really look at all the data. I didn't know that playing against 10 men was a crutch, but we'll figure that one out. I, uh, I will say this. When you look at the, the whole of it, uh, I played for Clive Charles in college. He was a brilliant man. And he, he always talked about your body of work. You know, yeah, you have good days and bad days and things happen. But you look at the whole body of work, I'm very proud of the body of work for three years and for the season. For me, it's not the beginning of the end because we lost the game. It's the end of the beginning of what we needed to put in place here. There was a lot of work to do to get to here. We're there. We're a top team in this division. We just are going to have to keep working at it to get better at what we got to get better at. First half and second half of the game were, were two really, were really different. First half was choppy, a lot of fouls. Second half, obviously, you had the opportunity to press a lot more being a man up. But in, in terms of strategy, when you see going one way and then it's another you know was there any change in that regard or the messaging at halftime was to keep the ball moving and look to create chances to get behind we're a little slow in our ball movement that's an end of a season thing uh I, you know typical chattanooga they keep the junk out of you and that's the way the game goes you know they were effective in it and they found their one shot and took it i i still believe we created enough to win that game tonight it just it was a cruel day well, looking at a 2023 what can fans expect out of uh, the next edition of the Christian Kickers? Like I just told you, you, we are a winning program. The expectation is to win trophies, get to the playoffs and do things. I told you that when I arrived, we're there. It, it, my expectation is that we go up a notch. We get better at what we do already well, and we got to get to the end, and we got to raise more trophies. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, just to start off, Akira, um, reflections on tonight. First home playoff game since 2014. Over 5,500 fans in the stands. 
you know, what, what are your thoughts on, on the overall big picture, what happened there? Uh, big picture, I think we'll look back and be really proud of what we did. I think um, I've been here for quite a while now, and um, to see what we've gotten to in terms of the, the fans and the community and out supporting us, I think we've taken it to another level. So in terms of that, you know, really, really proud of the work we've done um, this season and, and the years before that to create that kind of atmosphere. So it's been great. I know you had some time to reflect on the goal that was given up. Um, can you just take us through your thought process as the play was developing and what kind of things are you communicating to your back line to try to avoid it? Yeah, I think uh, it was, we were attacking and uh, we were a little bit stretched and they were able to counter quickly on that. Benson's a good player. Um, he's one of their better players. He always causes us trouble. Um, he uh, was dribbling down our left side and was able to cut inside and then he was a good finish. I think uh, he cut it inside on his left foot, hit it first. Uh, after he cut it in, he hit it quickly. Uh, I think he started a bit outside of me and then came back in. So back post, is a, for me, it was a good finish, a good goal. Uh, have to look at it again on film if there's things that maybe my position could have been different. But um, ultimately, you know, that's playoff soccer in terms of you, know, you have to bury your chances when we get them. And especially when you're playing man down, they're going to have one, maybe two chances. And uh, you know, for me, he hit a, he had a good finish. And, uh, so, yeah, it's difficult, it's difficult to swallow, but that is, that is how it works. We know it's the highs and lows. You guys come, won the regular season, but also this defeat hurts. What's kind of the overall mood in the locker room and how are the guys feeling about it? Right now, definitely devastated. Um, I think uh, you know, to end the season this way at home is not how we envisioned or what we expected after what we did through the regular season. Um, but I think when we have time to step back and reflect, um, we'll be proud of the fact that we were the best team in the league. Uh, over the course of the season when you talk about uh, soccer in terms of uh, how it's viewed in the world, like it's over the course of the season. Playoff soccer is difficult because it just takes one moment, like you saw tonight, and that can change, and that will change the game and not end your season, and that doesn't, de that doesn't define your season. It would have been great to finish it, but over the course of a year, we had the most goals for, second fewest goals against, won the league with the game in hand, could have done it even earlier. There's so many positives that we that we that we put up, and uh, so ultimately, I think you know it's another step forward for this for this group. Um, first home playoff game in since I think it was 2014. Um, so again, like it's a step forward. So it hurts right now a lot. I think we felt like we could have taken another step forward this year. Unfortunately, we couldn't clear that hurdle, and that's just something we'll have to reflect on and get better with. But ultimately, um, it was a step forward for this whole for this club, and, and, and you know you saw with the support from the community. And to piggyback on that question, um, essentially, what's um, at the, even the season, even tonight, what are going to be the biggest takeaways that you'll um, carry over in, in the 2023 season? The biggest carryovers, I mean, obviously, this, I think this will be a big part of it. Uh, understanding, like, when you get to the playoffs, the mentality has to change a bit. Uh, and I think that's something we were just lacking just a bit today, obviously. And, uh, but ultimately, I think. The, some of the biggest things we'll take is, is our style of play. The way we played the game this year um, was, again, a step forward for me in the right direction in terms of playing good soccer, scoring goals, being entertaining. Um, and so those would be things that we definitely take away from. I think ultimately defensively, we could have been a little bit better this year. I think we uh, gave away too many chances. Um, and maybe that's what cost us in the end. Uh, maybe we could have closed the season earlier for better with those things. But again, those are things we'll reflect on later. Step in the right direction. Really proud of that. Yeah. So, Kier, 
you know, two years ago, it was strikingly similar you know, finishes to a playoff game. Uh, you know, is, is that coincidence, or is that something that uh, you know, the team can look at and you know, be able to evaluate for moving forward? Something you have to evaluate, um, have to look at and see what we can do better. Um, it's difficult, I think, in these leagues because there's so much turnover. So to think that the next season, no matter, it's always it's going to be completely new. You know, I mean, it's not going to be this group, and that's how it is in professional sports, even more so at these kind of levels where you have a lot more turnover. So it'll be something that we have to evaluate, look at, figure out what we can do better in those moments. But ultimately, again, I think the things we focus on is, is through a course of a season. So you can't just, we can't prepare at the beginning of the season for the playoff games, you know what I mean? And we can't worry about, oh, we want to try to look, be a playoff team two months into the season. We have to make sure we're doing, getting better each day, taking the steps, necessary steps, which we did this year. We got better. We we're the best team in the league. We lost the playoff game. That's different. We see Akira Fitzgerald on this field in 2023? I hope so. I mean, I feel good. Um, and I want to keep going. So I feel good. And, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what how it plays out. The sport is crazy. You never know what's going to happen. So I loved every minute of this season. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for the last four seasons. So, yeah, I'm very happy. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Miami, just to start off, um, obviously not the result that you wanted. Um, <clears throat> overall thoughts on the game, first home playoff game since 2014. Uh, crowd definitely was uh, super into it, 5,500 strong. You know, what are your just overall thoughts on tonight? Uh, we saw that day, the game when the whistle blew that Bologna's was laying on, kind of slumped there on the floor. You went over to him to speak to him. Can you just let us know like what were some of the things you were saying to him? season obviously it's a disappointing um, night um, a night like this um, what's gonna be the biggest takeaway that you'll um, have going into the next season Y por ahí por uno creemos que 
estamos mal, pero en realidad lo mejor lo hicimos nosotros esta temporada. Yeah, um, you know, continue to work, continue to grind, but uh, it's rare to have a night like this. You know, we were the better overall team throughout the season, you know, uh, across the span of 30 games. I think we showed that we had the best quality on the field. But you have nights like these, they're rare, they happen, it's not your night, and uh, so we just want to continue to build on that. Um, obviously, as you sit back and you ponder over the next couple of days, what are your bigger thoughts on how season three wrapped up for you overall? Yeah, the biggest positive for me, I think, would be the regular season title. You know, it's something that is very hard to achieve. You don't just get it willingly. So that, to me, is a reflection of the whole season. It gives me relaxed. It lets me know that, you know, we did the work that we needed to to get that. And that was the biggest takeaway this year. Uh, uh, I understood that. <laughs> Tres años uh, aquí en Richmond, uh, volver el año uh, que viene. Eh, pienso, ahora la verdad que no, no pienso mucho de lo que va a venir, sino tratar de, de pasar esta noche, de, de, de disfrutar todo lo que logramos, porque al final logramos algo muy importante. Y ya la próxima semana nos encargaremos de, de ver qué es lo que pasa a futuro. Gracias, Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Gracias. Gracias.